Well, hi there, and welcome to Organizing Life's Daily Demands. My name is Peter Gordon, and I am the president of New York Financial Organizers. We're daily money managers, and we help people pay their bills, file insurance claims, and do all the non-investment side of finance that um, people need to do to organize their financial daily demands. And the point of this podcast is to introduce our viewers and listeners to other professionals who can help in the many, many areas of life's daily demands. And today I'm really happy to have Josh Fields as my guest. Hi, Josh. Hey, Peter. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, Josh and I know each other. We met at a, for this uh, entrepreneurial um, kind of mastermind group and uh, it was really good to get to know him we've seen each other in networking events since then and uh, I've always been really impressed with you know with your dedication to your to your field and your craft and why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you do I am uh, primarily a residential real estate broker I've been practicing real estate in New York City for the last 22 years and recently, I've gotten my Connecticut license reactivated. We purchased a home, and uh, I affiliated with Berkshire Hathaway in the state right. of Connecticut, and I'm with the Spire Group real estate organization in New York City. Great. And how'd you get involved in real estate? Wow. So I was in a, uh, a networking group many, many years ago. It all starts in networking group. Um, yep. About 25 years ago, I was, I was in a group kind of like a BNI. Um, and uh, I was uh, really close with the real estate agent in the group. His name is Kevin Carland. At the time, I was working for a um, company that did office supplies and printing and stationary letterhead. So Kevin was actually uh, with City Habitats when he first started and he was looking to break away branch out and start his own organization, which he did called Curland Realty. So he came to me to help him get started with printing up all the, the things that he needed. We gotcha. came up with the logo and we came up with all the things that he needed to get going with his business. And, um, you know, every meeting, every week, I would give him all these leads for people that I knew, whether it was, you know, a lot of young people, two people that were wanted to share one bedroom, or maybe it was three people that wanted to, share a two bedroom and put a wall up in the living room and flex out that living room. I mean, a lot of people were doing that. A lot of people are still doing it because oh, yeah. New York city is just really so expensive um, to live uh, renting wise. So it makes it a little bit more affordable when you put one of those pressurized walls up in the middle of the living room. So Kevin like was like, Josh, you know, you're giving me all these leads every week, all these people that, you know, I'm making so much money off of these leads you're giving me. Why don't you just come and work with me in real estate and make the money yourself? And I, you know, I said, that's, that's a really interesting idea. I said, I was going through some changes and some thoughts as far as my experience in, in the um, office supply business. And I was like, maybe I could branch out and try something different. And this was back um, before 9-11 happened in 2001. So that's when I got my, I, I got my license that summer. And um, I started working with him and then 2001 happened and it was just like psh, the market was down. So it was really slow. It was actually, it was a pretty good time to learn directly from Kevin. And there were just a few of us working at that time out of his 
fifth floor walk up over on 37th between first and second Avenue. And then I was so excited. Things started to really pick up soon after nine 11. I mean, it was slow, maybe just for a few months and then things oh. picked up quickly. Um, we got a real office over on 34th and second, right on the corner, right above the Clover delicatessen. I remember, I, remember, I know it very uh, well. I lived on 27th and second back then. And no, I'll I think that Clover Delicatessen finally closed recently. It did. It did yeah. close. Um, I think they put a uh, pizzeria there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but those smells, man, of fresh baked breads and pastries and all the deliciousness working right above that, it was dangerous. And my commute was not far. At that time, I was living on 2nd Avenue between 33rd and 34th. So I had about a good 30 to 45 second commute from <laughs> going down the stairs over and up. So my kids went to PS116 right right around the PS, on 33rd between 2nd uh, and 3rd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one that's right there. And at that period of time, 9-11. Oh, wow. Wow. So, um... So, yeah, so I got started uh, working with Kevin and learning from Kevin and working out of that office on 34th and 2nd. And eventually we opened up another office in Chelsea on 23rd between 5th and 6th. So there was a a period of time where I was managing the office because we were growing pretty quickly. So I was managing the office on on 34th and 2nd kind of early in my career. Then I went back to really focusing on on the real estate, um, on the residential side for, for quite a while. Well, that's a common theme we're going to come to. <laughs> and uh, So, um, and you're with Spire now? Yeah, I'm with Spire. So, um, you know, it's really, I've been with one organization throughout because we were Curland Realty. Then um, Bianca Yankoff uh, partnered with Kevin. And in January 1st of 2010, we became really the first 100% commission-based company in New York. So, Agents would pay $495 a month to work at the company, and they would keep every penny of commission that would come in. And that was really a, a pretty new concept back back uh, when we were starting it in 2010. Wow. So every penny of commission, would you would your company take a piece as well? No, no. The company wouldn't take just, anything. You just keep the 495 You pay 495 a month, and you sell a million-dollar apartment, and that's a – $60,000 split commission, $30,000 to each company at 6%. So you keep 3%. So you keep $30,000 and that $30,000 goes right in your pocket. And you guys were able to make money on that? Yeah, because we really grew exponentially uh, once we started that concept and we were marketing that new business idea. So we had agents and agents coming and working with us saying, wow, yeah, I don't want to give I don't want to give 50% to my company or 40% to my company. Oh, yeah. I want to keep the whole thing. That's a great idea. Right. So, um, so that's um, when Bianca got really more involved. Bianca was a great agent. I had, I helped train her and she became a super agent. Wow. And then she, uh, she married Demo and, and Demo also was an amazing rental agent. I mean, this guy was making $300,000 a year, just renting apartments down in Midtown and downtown Manhattan. Um, he, he was a hustler. He still is. I uh, bet. Um, so, um, yeah, when we first met, you were involved in the, in, uh, Inspire's management. Can you tell us about that? 
Yeah, so like I said, I was very close with uh, with Bianca and Demo, and um, unfortunately, before COVID happened, I guess it was in 19, 2019, Bianca got sick. And at first, it was a big secret that she didn't want to tell anyone that she had cancer and that it had spread. And she was going on these extended trips down to Mexico and uh, Costa Rica, where she was doing alternative treatments because she saw um, what happened to her brother um, several years before where he got cancer and he had chemotherapy and she saw how the chemotherapy just beat him down and and destroyed him. And then eventually he died Um, and he had colon cancer. And that's eventually uh, what also got Bianca's that she got colon cancer and it had spread. And so she was just trying to come up with alternative treatments and, um, this was really uh, became much more of a challenge once COVID hit. She had asked me beforehand, it was actually on my 50th birthday where she asked me to really um, become the managing director of the firm and, and to really help run the company while she was um, off, uh, you know, fighting for her life. And that was uh, January of 2020 and then what happened a couple of months later you know who would have known that the world was about to uh change extremely rapidly and um she was in costa rica at the time taking these different treatments and um you know she didn't really have her uh boots on the ground, so to speak. So she couldn't really see the reactions where people were freaking out. The, the office people didn't want to come into work. They were, the, the staff was afraid and it was just, it was a big mess. And, um, and it was really hard for me dealing with the challenges of knowing that she was not doing well. And uh, a couple of months later, she passed away and uh, she died at 37 years old. And she had two children that were five and seven. Her two boys were five and seven at the time that she passed away. So I really, you know, I took her uh, request very seriously to take care of her baby. It's her first baby, Spider, because that's the first company that she had. And that was really what she loved. And then obviously she had her two boys subsequently after she had the company but i wanted to really uh live up to my word to bianca and make sure that the company was well taken care of so uh, i worked very closely with dina who was our director of operations um and uh, we we worked closely to stay in touch with all of the agents and and i ran weekly meetings and i did everything that i could to try to try to keep the company intact and uh and um, eventually see us through a transition where we merged with a much larger company that summer. In uh, July of 2020, we merged with Oxford Property Group, which was a company that also had a very similar business model where they had agents that could pay $495 a month to keep 100% of their commission. But they actually had a second business model that we adapted, which was agents could pay $99 a month instead of the 495 and they could keep 90% of their commission instead of a hundred percent. This way the company would get a little cut of the action. Sure. That makes sense. So yeah. So I stayed on in management for, uh, for the next uh, year and a half 
or so. And, uh, you know, I was really glad to fulfill my obligation that I had to Bianca to take care of her baby and make sure that we were well taken care of. Um, I was taking the train in every day during COVID. I mean, I was taking the Metro North in from, from Greenwich and, uh, there were times where I was the only person in the entire car. It was crazy. But um, but I was there, you know, I was there for any agents that wanted to come in. I was there running meetings um, every week. We had the huddle where we would just talk about things that we saw happening. Once we were able to get back with our feet on the ground, I believe it was um, June uh, 19th of 2020, where we were actually able to get back to show and do our jobs. It was important for us to share, you know, all the different promotions and different things that were going on with different management companies and different buildings. I mean, you know, it was a mess. We were giving away all sorts of incentives, like two months free, three months free on a 12-month lease. Uh, I believe I even got three and a half months free on a 12-month lease where I was able to get wow. a $5,600 $5, apartment for my clients for $3,500 a month net effective which was really crazy deal. So um, I, I went back um, at the beginning of 22 to doing what I really enjoy doing most, which is, you know, hustling, running around the city, meeting clients, showing properties and um, not having to sit in the office every day. I, you know, I did that. I saw that and I was ready to go back. Within that world, what's your favorite part? You know, Helping people buy an apartment usually is the most expensive decision, the most expensive purchase, one of the most influential decisions somebody's going to have in their life. So I really enjoy the handholding process, especially if it's somebody who's going through this for the first time of walking them through step by step of what's involved with buying a property in New York City and um, really um, helping them feel like they did something really great and and having them be proud of what they accomplished by buying an apartment. And, um, you know, I, I love doing that. I love seeing some of these really beautiful apartments downtown with these really big high ceilings, really all know the world. Yeah, it, it really is. I just rented one now at, at 12 East 12th Street for $11,000 a month. It's a 2,000 square foot apartment where it's just, it's really considered a legally a one bedroom but it's a two bedroom because the second bedroom doesn't have any windows but you know it's just got these 14 foot amazing ceilings and a great downtown loft-like feel right in the heart of greenwich village yeah it's my my parents used to live at 70 east 10th street so i know that area that's a great area it really is and uh yeah some of those buildings have wonderful views what, what's your current take on the market in both uh, new york city and connecticut different markets it's different markets but there's certain similarities in the fact that you know because of these really high interest rates which are much higher than anybody's seen during the lifetime of their purchasing abilities um it, it's tough because you have i guess more cash buyers now on the market that you see a larger percentage of the buyers are cash buyers because people want to avoid the mortgages as much as possible. So you see people borrowing money from friends, from family, um, so they don't have to get involved with the banks. Um, there's not as much inventory, both in Manhattan as well as where I live up in Greenwich. Although because there's such a shortage of inventory, if properties are priced right in Greenwich, 
they'll go quick. They will go. Oh, yeah. um, there's still, there's still our buyers on the sidelines that are waiting and, and they might come in with cash uh, or maybe they'll do an interest free mortgage, but they will. I'm seeing properties sit a lot longer in Manhattan now than I have for, for quite some time. Uh, even though there's not a lot out there, I feel like there's not as many buyers. The buyers in Manhattan are kind of waiting to see what's going to happen next. Uh, our price is going to come down. There's just not not enough inventory and there's not enough buyers. Everyone's kind of just waiting right now to see what's going to happen next. And so how do you go about getting your clients? Well, being in this business for 22 years, I've got a pretty good referral base, which is great. Um, so clients that have been happy with the way that I've treated them, the service that I've provided, they come back to me. Um, especially rental clients will come back to me uh, a year, a couple years down the road. Um, if it's somebody who bought with me five years ago, maybe they want to buy again. They want to sell their property and buy something else. And they also share uh, my information with friends and family. I do a lot of um, marketing as well. Uh, you know, I'm a huge sports fan. So I put together uh, sports calendar magnets of all my favorite teams. So right now I'm only in. your favorite teams, only my favorite teams which are a lot, right? a lot of favorite teams. Because so I root for the Jets and the Giants, so I put together a calendar magnet that has both team schedules on it. I put together a Yankees calendar magnet. I do one with the Knicks, and I do one with the Rangers. And um, people oh, I like got three, I got three out of four, or actually four out of five there, so let's go. Okay. You know, pe- people like it. It just sits <laughs> right here. It's just one for the Jets, because I'm a season ticket holder for the Jets, so I give these out at I'm the game. Yeah, I know. It's been, it's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah, I was you know, there's something to, as a Met fan, there, I know there's something to the suffering. The, I mean, the, I was there Monday suffering. night. We were so excited for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He was like our Lord and Savior coming in to, to take the team to the next level. And then there was no more jet thing than him going down on the fourth snap from center. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I have to agree. There is no more of a Jets thing like that to happen to us. And then for us to not be prepared and to have Zach Wilson in as our starting quarterback right now, it's just a cluster. Yeah, yeah, that it is. So, um, and then uh, I'm involved with a lot of networking groups as well. So, um, You invited me to a group that I thought was a great meeting. I'm kind of up to the, here with networking groups, but I really like that that group. Yeah, that's the business connection. And I'm actually going to be inviting you again because we're in about a month or so at the end of October, we're going to be having another one of those little gatherings at the um at the law at the law um what is that building? The uh, it was the bar association. The bar, the bar association. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll I'll invite my partner to that. That'd be great. And and he and I know people who are there already, so it's good. You knew other people that were in the group. Yeah, a lot who were either in the group or in the meeting. It was great. Hey. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, no, and I know that's I, <clears throat> that's one of the things I love about my business is working with other professionals. It's kind of why I do this. Um, well, I think that's uh, we covered a lot, and uh, I think it's really great. Um, tell us the best way for people to get to in touch with you. Your information will be in the podcast as well as the video screen, but let's hear about it anyway. 
Uh, you can email me, josh at spiregroupny.com. Um, that's S-P-I-R-E. Or you can call me at 646-221-6662. And um, I'm not sure if I touched on the fact, well, we did touch on the fact that I am licensed in Connecticut. So I yeah. really, I, I purchased uh, my new home in Greenwich. So if people are looking for help anywhere in Fairfield County, Connecticut from, you know, Greenwich up to the border, you know, really the more of the Stanford area, a little North of there. Um, I could certainly help with Excellent. those areas as well. I happen to have a relatively new client in uh, old Greenwich. So maybe we'll hook up sometime when I'm there. Yeah, one of my good friends just became manager of the old Greenwich butcher shop. And uh, <laughs> it's great. They have really great prime meats and I've been really enjoying cooking a lot of the prime meats. In my That's dynamite. dynamite. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Josh. It was great. Great talking to you. Um, I will see you at the end of October and, uh, I hope to see everybody else at our next video podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks.